2: Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, a major return is set for this week's Smackdown. I'm going to tell you the real reason MJF has been missing from AEW programming recently. I'm going to give you the weird reason why you should expect some craziness at Survivor Series. And a major update on our truths injury. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this... Is the news? See, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is the news,
1: and this is a story from it. Uh, <laughs> who's returning on SmackDown this week? Well, I've read this story, so I can't yeah, guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know who it is. Seamus, isn't it? Uh, Yay! Congratulations <laughs> so, on getting married, by the yeah, way. Yeah, congratulations. He's been gone for a couple of weeks. Uh, the real reason behind that is, yes, he was getting married in New York City. Uh, great stuff. You've all seen the photos. You've seen them all, like comparing legs. Whole bastard Miro, and his greasersmen. Oh yeah, Miro getting his buys out oh, and stuff. Oh my it's God. Good, good stuff across the board. Drew was there as well. Claudio Castagnoli. Yeah, you know the drill. Um, WWE wrote him off television uh, on the 21st of October with a beatdown by the Bloodline. They destroyed his arm. They put it in a chair and then against the, the steps and stuff and all yeah. of that WWE kayfabe the reason they called the injury a non-displaced fracture near the elbow um, I love it that's what they tweeted out after the show so uh just right hurt arm we'll yeah, like buy it it has got a sore bait uh, <laughs> but yeah he's coming back this week this is according to PW Insiders Mike Johnson um And for me, the timing of this is quite interesting Mm -hmm. because you have a certain stipulation match that requires four or five people coming up and uh, the Bloodline and the Brawling Brutes have had their issues as of late, so maybe you could find a couple of dudes to hang out with the Brawling Brutes and maybe they do a War Games match, which would be appropriate because the women's match appears to be being filled primarily from Raw, so you could fill the men's match from SmackDown.
2: Synergy! Synergy! He's still my beating heart. Oh, I have nothing really to add to this story, Andy. Uh, great to see James back on telly, like you say. Uh, I think he's been a revelation in recent—I mm. to say—in recent months, years. James probably. is always good. To he's just—he's just. I think for the moment, it really changed for me is the moment he did the Jeff Hardy impression on the top <laughs> rope, and I was like, "He's a good guy." Um, <laughs> but but the he matches now. One star more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I love that pitch, Andy. I think it's absolutely yeah. spot on. I think people. I think I stole
1: it from Hangman Backup. that's yeah, fine, but Backup Hangman. But he's like all of his yeah. ideas are good. So you know.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think I saw uh, the new day being pitched as the other two as part of the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all good stuff. Yeah. yeah, works for me. Why not? Why not? It'd be nice to get some Survivor Series War Games plans rather than. Whatever we got on roll this week, um, right? Let's give you an update on MJF. Now, of course, a bit of a, a bit of a peek behind the curtain. here. I obviously already knew this, but I was sworn to secrecy, so we can only provide it now because deadline have reported uh, about MJF being cast in this film, and then Mike Johnson, uh, PW Insider, has provided the official update, if you want to call it that. But yes, the real reason that MJF has not been on TV recently isn't because the phone kicked his ass, although that probably didn't help, uh, but because he's been cast in that brilliant, well, it looks brilliant, anyway, upcoming film, The Iron Claw. It's The Claw, it's coming to get you. Ooh. That's literally a snippet from the trailer. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> It's the Von Eck story. Uh, obviously, you've seen the images of Zac Efron as Kevin Von Eric and MJF has been cast as Lance Von Eric uh, and he's expected to be off TV right up until full gear, which, of course, goes down next Saturday. Uh, so don't expect to see him on Dynamite tonight or the go-home Dynamite head. He's on tonight. The, oh, he is he on is tonight? He's on tonight,
1: yeah. Oh. He's been announced. AEW announced him missed last that. night. Yeah. Generally
2: yeah. missed that. There you go. So expect him tonight, but not on the, the go-home episode. But um yeah you said this to me this morning absolutely spot on piece of casting. this
1: yeah yeah absolutely um this is really fun like it's really funny to be like the preeminent heel in AEW or whatever he is these days Mm. tweener like the guy who's gonna be the main event scene for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years um to see that guy, the future franchise player, cast as Lance Von Eric of all people, is a really interesting piece of work. Because Lance was the fake Von Eric. he wasn't, he's not of the bloodline, he was the guy, I believe his surname's Vaughn, Von, actually, they brought him in, I think 1985, uh, when Mike was suffering from Toxic Shock Syndrome, uh, Lance came in as like this fake Von Eric, and he wasn't really taken to, because people, even in that era of wrestling, saw through it and yeah. all of that stuff, so... It's a really interesting part of this tragic wrestling story surrounding the family. So, yeah, I'm really keen to see what he does. Um, I, I, I don't know. There's not been much has come out, right? We've seen the fo- the photos of Zach doing a kick <laughs> and, and, and stuff. And the- my,
2: my favorite thing about that is the photo of him with the hair, yeah. obviously, yeah. and all the people who are like. Uh, fans of Zac Efron from like high school musical days going what the hell's he done to himself <laughs> yeah why well, is he dressed as Kevin Von Erich this guy from the <laughs> Um but yeah no
1: like I'm really excited for it for some reason um, yeah I think it's a combination of the shots like Zac Efron looks incredible in them oh. uh, MGF being in a film alright uh, and which is a cool thing and the story is like it, it's oh my word it's it's so sad I, I, I'm reticent to say it's something that like you know, belongs in a dramatisation. Yeah. Um Because, obviously, it brought misery and trauma on these people. Um But, like, it, it's... It, watch the documentary from Dark Side of the Ring, for example. It's, like, vital pro-wrestling history. And, uh, yeah, I am really looking forward to it. And the, the Von Erich family deserve just nice things happening to them for na- from now in all eternity. Because the stuff that befell them was horrendous. Yes. Uh So many just yeah uh, revisiting it is going to be uh something i'm sure but the plus side is that if you go and watch stuff like like what marshall and ross von eric are doing these days and if you see anything from kevin he's like living on on like this paradise island like just you know deservedly living his best life it warms your cockles yeah Yeah, Yeah, it warms your cockles so
2: i'm fired up what called your office trip to go and see the iron claw together absolutely gateshead view cinema put it on (laughs) What's your? Uh, do you have any, any specifics when you go to the cinema? Is it popcorn? Is it a hot dog? Is I, it nachos? I'm a
1: scumbag, man. I buy my popcorn from Tesco across the road. Because if you buy it from Tesco, it's ninety nine p or something. If you buy it in a cinema, it's like eight pounds. Come
2: on. Come on. Do you know a mate of mine. Genuinely, he works on the radio. He once snuck an entire Sunday roast into a cinema. How? He put the gravy in the cup. He took like he took. He basically stole. Well, not stole, but borrowed some like uh, stuff that like the popcorn comes in, and then. Put it all in there, and then came in and just like, oh yeah, it's just I've just bought some popcorn, so it's fine. So let us know. Shout out what... to Sparky, who recently got married.
1: Oh, congratulations! Uh, let us know in the comments section what food you elaborately smuggle into the cinema when you're going to watch The Iron Claw. Yeah, uh, there you go. It's outrageous the process. Yeah. I would like to see someone get like a like a like a, an assembly line for like fajitas or
2: something. Yeah, so you got the plates. <laughs> hello mate this is me at the cinema hello mate can I have a, a hot dog and uh, a, a, a small coke please what's that I've got to remortgage my house oh, uh, yeah. uh, right uh, sad update now on our true thing it's fair to say I mean, Aye, very... uh, we skipped a story oh sorry but I jumped ahead <laughs> yeah sorry that's my story what's going what on what am I doing sorry apologies
1: that's for that that's alright uh, craziness you're going to get that uh, Survivor Series which is of course War Games what, what the
2: is day crazy
1: oh, gee whiz I work with this every day um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're gonna get like right, so. You expect a degree of craziness from war games anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Because particularly in WWE, the stipulation here is more about like crazy spots and and, and wild bumps and stuff. Being on your edge, uh, off the top. Yeah, that's what the WWE version of these matches is. Um, so you expect it, but perhaps more so this year when the stipulation returns at Survivor Series because, as covered by Brian Alvarez, who tweeted this, reported this to his super followers, uh, WWE needs more uh, footage for uh, uh, highlight reels because all the old footage is from NXT from War Games, and it's got a bunch of wrestlers that don't work there anymore. So they need a bunch of new footage. So that's Everyone we- do
2: something bonkers yeah. right now!
1: Uh, so you're going to see bins on heads, I imagine. You're going to see uh, people jumping off the top and all of this stuff. They need to fill it up with people who still work there and who weren't cravenly cut during the during the pandemic era yep. so so there you go i mean we're still technically in the pandemic era but the empty
2: arena era you know what i mean um yeah there you go that's why it's gonna be particularly nutty i'm not exactly surprised like you yeah. say i think as well to sell the concept of war games for people who you know may have not been around when it was a thing years ago of course and not seen it because they don't watch nxt yeah it's an easy sell to be like it's like a cage match but people actually do bonkers stuff and it's yeah. entertaining um, so, yeah, so presumably the video footage right now is just going to be, here's Io Shirai jumping off the top of the bin, bin on her head. Bin. Here's another angle of Io Shirai. I mean, it is the best spot in War games history, so there you go. Come on. <laughs> so what else could they show? That's a man who's... R- ricochet... <laughs> McAfee they've got, they've got a few that yeah, they can do yeah. it's just going to be very clever editing of the, the NXT there's someone jumping onto a pile of people ignoring who the people are <laughs> right they ignore that but look it's Ricochet Michael Hamflit,
1: uh Michael Hamflit I'm going I'm to piss some people off here I don't care oh good Michael Hamflit asked this morning uh, why don't they just show like footage from like, the classic matches like 1992 <laughs> or 1991 or something and I went yeah that would remind people when the stipulation was good anyway
2: oh we got fishing in the comments I'll tell literally. you
1: what right I'll tell you what I'll, I'll dilute that a little bit because I don't want to be the burial guy it's yeah, um, just, just having a bit of fun guys just uh, fishing fishing in the pond yeah. um, the Dakota Kai turn match it was excellent oh awesome God. No one's return, lots of fun. But like the WWE ones, I'll I, I appreciate what people like about them, but they are they're spot fests, yes. And like I watch like a million spot fests every year, I, do, I don't need more.
2: Plus, though, it's really weirdly convoluted, isn't it? Especially when WWE goes, I think the babyface should have the advantage yeah. here. You're like, no, that that, yeah. that it's really easy one on one booking for war games. And that's the thing, sorry like, for war, games.
1: that's the thing, any style of wrestling done well is great, right? I love a good spot fest, but the WWE ones are often quite contrived, mm. and, and for the reason you've just
2: outlined, mainly, yes, exactly. Uh, right, let's now provide you a bit of an update on R Truth as I accidentally pressed the wrong button and opened a different email on my phone um, regarding. R Truth emailed you, has he? <laughs> His injury uh, that he suffered recently on NXT in that match against Grayson and Bloody Waller. Um, he suffered a torn quadricep, mm. uh, which sounds like it absolutely sucks. He posted a bit of an update video. Uh, this was reported by Mike Johnson, the PW sign but it was after an update from uh, R Truth himself. He posted on Twitter. Uh, he said the suntan super man who had been hit with his kryptonite uh, and in his quadricep and I think he, in the video he's literally about to go in and get uh, more stuff done Slicey to him. stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no word as to when he's going to be back but he, he's looking forward to getting back and he appreciates everyone's kind messages. Get well soon, r
1: Get well soon. Yeah, I think uh, typically I think a torn quad is like four to six months but situations are different from human being to human being and all of that Uh, so yeah wrestlers are weird wrestlers are weird freaks
2: um cena came back in like three days yeah and then that royal rumble which was awesome Uh, just so funny yeah wait no we hate you i don't like this guy yeah that that i love that crowd reaction it's so awesome logan Um, paul's already back training i saw what a psychopath jeez gee
1: whiz i don't know how these people do it but yeah good luck Tar truth um Very entertaining man. You can put him on TV and just screw around and be funny. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Like, he'll be okay. He's got a contract for life. And he's beloved, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's
2: got a contract for life. He'll be in the Hall of Fame someday, man. Like, he's all good. But he shouldn't win the world title just because he's been there for a long time. This is correct. Uh, Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At WWE. of course, you want to get in touch with us. Uh, First question today comes from Matt Thorne. He says, Hi, guys. With the Money in the Bank situation resolved in the most logical way possible... Uh, wouldn't it make the most sense to have Sami Zayn win the Royal Rumble? It's arguably the oosiest booking decision there is.
1: You could do that, yeah, absolutely. Um, particularly if your other option, your other option being Cody, is like injured, still not available to come back. Yeah, I think Sami's a good choice because... Uh, the, the the Roman stuff is it's the most over thing in the company, and I don't necessarily think it's going to run out of steam by WrestleMania, no. which is when you would need it to maintain its its momen- momentum. I hate that word uh, until. So yeah, this is a good idea. Sammy is fun and creative enough to to make it work. Roman is obviously like larger than life at this stage in WWE. I mean, he has been for ages, but. Good idea. Good idea. You can do the face turn between the Rumble and Mania. There's a lot of interesting possibilities. I like this. It's a good alternative to Cody. Uh, yeah.
2: Still, Cody's our
1: first pick, though, isn't he?
2: Cody's my first pick.
1: Yeah. I think he's your first pick, too. Yeah. But if Sam your first pick, I think it's a great choice.
2: Yeah. Whisper it. The Royal Rumble might actually be good next year. Like, Yeah. It's, it's been an open goal for months now, Yeah. but just Cody and Becky winning and... Yeah, people we like and people with recognizable goddamn themes would make it really good. Final four for the Men's Royal Rumble could be just mint. Like, just off the top of my dick, Sami Zayn. (laughs) Uh wait, Cody why does it always go back to the How he Cody Rhodes, uh Seth Rollins Brock? and Why not? Yeah. yeah, why not? There you go. Goldberg? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's genuinely it could anything could happen tonight and yeah. I can't wait for it.
1: Last year was a big disappointment
2: cuz like yeah, looking back it was crap. At the time I was yeah. like maybe this is going to be alright.
1: The past 5 or 6 years have been more great than than. Than, than bad. It's like we've, yes. had some oh really, yeah. we've had some real bangers. Last year was just a bit like, oh boy. Especially the entrance themes, fix those. Yes. They're just not as popping
2: as they used to be. You've got a few months. Left.
1: License, get some licenses. Licenses are fun. This
2: guy knows. Get some songs. Speaking of Cody. The Moon Tony uh, writes If this is Edge's last WrestleMania, Cody Rhodes would be a cool opponent, the radar superstar versus the American Nightmare. We've been discussing mm. if Cody doesn't challenge Roman, what he could do at Mania. We picked uh, a variety of different situations, but we didn't mention this one.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea for sure. Uh, Cody would fit the kind of Edge, kind of melodrama, epic, yeah. expressive style that Edge likes to do in the ring. Uh, Yeah, I think it's a really good idea. I think they would complement each other really well. I think that that match would drive fans of a certain persuasion up the blinking wall, Mm -hmm. uh, because there'd be a lot of acting going on and stuff like that. But like two of the absolute best guys to fit into that style for me. And yeah, very good, very appropriate. uh, Great suggestion.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh, so you're the Radar Superstar? Uh, Right, final question today comes from John Thornsbury, who says, with Nikki Cross doing- Thornsbury, eh? Thornberry. Doing Movember in case you're wondering why I've got this on my face. Uh, with Nikki Cross doing her best to bin the 24-7 championship on Raw, should WWE pull a hacksaw Jim Duggan Trist from WCW and have Sami Zayn find the title backstage and claim it for himself?
1: Oh, mate. Um, so, like, I was totally on board with the idea of, of Sami going, look, I've got a belt too, guys. I'm yes. just like you. Uh, and I still am to a degree. Uh, I think it would be tremendously entertaining pre- pretending that this hunk of crap is like value, has any value. Um, that being said, uh, even though she missed the bin, um, <laughs> it was quite cathartic, the disregard that Nikki yeah. showed for the belt on Raw. I think I'm kind of ready for it to just go away forever. Melt it down and make literally any of the
2: belt, in coins, my opinion.
1: And yes. then spend those coins on... Uh,
2: license the entrance themes. There you go. There you are. I was going to say pizza, but... Oh, hang see. on, wait a second. Yeah, that's probably yeah. a better choice. Pizza party, baby. Who's your uh, go-to major pizza joint? We, we, there's some nice oh, fancy, the chains. The chains. Yeah, there's some nice fancy like yeah, offshoots yeah. here, here. Quite a few, actually. So, yeah. Here in Newcastle. I,
1: lo- I love stuff like this. Um, I... Ch- yeah. Th- th- I like my Neapolitan, posh, fancy yeah, pizza yeah, yeah. more than anything. Don't get me wrong, but major joints. We're talking Pizza Hut, Domino's and Papa's, the right? Papa. The Papa! So a lot of people in this building, this burling, would say Papa John's. Despite um, the
2: fact they got food poisoning. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> shout to that person who shall not be named. And uh, then ordered it again the next day, I understand.
2: Place your bets in the comments. Yeah,
1: yeah. Who would do that? Um, legitimately, Domino's. Really? Right. Because here's my theory on Domino's pizza, right? I don't go to McDonald's when I want a really good burger. Mm-hmm. I go to do- McDonald's when I want the taste of McDonald's. Yes. It's a distinct thing. Domino's is that for Pizza because it scarcely <laughs> resembles anything like a conventional pizza, but it's still, like, trash and delicious and yes. bad and awful and great at the same time. The garlic dip, I could drink. Oh. I could one, I could shower myself in that every morning. Yeah. You, what, you do is, what you do is you get your pizza, whatever your flavour is. I'm a meaty boy. I like lots of meat on mm-hmm. my thing. What I do is I get the big Frank's Red Hot and I get the big garlic and I dip the actual pizza in the Frank's Red Hot and I dip the crust in the garlic. I get the chicken kickers. The, again, they taste of pure chemicals. But they are sensational. That's my order from Domino's. It will cost you about £40 because yeah. you go large and you get the 14 chicken fish. Despite the deals that they have, yeah. Yeah, and then they come in at the end. You put like £40 worth of pizza to feed one person in your basket. And then at the end, it's like, hey, would you like £1 off garlic bread? <laughs> and you're like, yes, I would. I would like £1 off garlic bread. You what uh,
2: what's yours? Um, I don't really care. I just love pizza. But I think if it was down to me, I'd probably go the hot. I got Rico go pizza. Wow! Hot. okay. For the uh for the dusting on the old okay. uh, on the old crust. I All really right. like that. But I would say, yeah, get the dip from Domino's. So if you're yeah. going Domino's, can you get me one of the, the big dips? The, the big boys. And i get But I don't they really mind. That.
1: They should sell that, shouldn't they? Because like KFC's sold the supercharger sauce for a while. Why aren't Domino's selling bottles that, like do a limited run, baby? Yeah. D- d- let me endorse it. I will endorse <laughs> it. This is the thing about food takes, right? Because we'll have people go, ah, oh, these pizzas are trash or whatever. For me, the truly enlightened food taste, right? The, when you reach the promised land is when you appreciate the really good stuff, like the really earnest, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. handmade Neapolitan with its nice, like, soupy kind of texture and a nice crust and all of that is so soft and chewy and delicious. You you have to appreciate the trash and the treasure. Exactly.
2: Me. So yes, I love that stuff, but I also love complete garbage. Yeah, and I also like it when people say, "Oh, that's disgusting." You shouldn't have that. And you go, "Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had my taste buds." Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. Listen, if your podcast or video or series or whatever also turns into critique of, of fast food, it's my favourite thing in the world. Yeah. Shout out to the Hardlore boys.
2: We, we really fall off regularly on the podcast by talking about food. It's great. We should do this more often, man. It feels freeing. Well, speaking of food...
1: Let's talk about our McDonald's orders
2: tomorrow. We? Have we still got a question to go? No, no, we just right. got it finally. Uh, Jer <laughs> Hale, with this amazing revelation, because we got sent some recently. I thought it was only available over in the States. But apparently, Jer Hale's pointed out that he got a Charleston chew... For a quid in Morrison's. What? In Sheffield. You can get the Charleston Chew in Morrison's in Sheffield. So there you go. Oh my gosh. You want to taste that uh, nougat and it's a. And you it, it, try it frozen, as it says on the packaging. Yeah, we haven't done, done that yet. yet I've not done that yet.
1: I'm going to chop it up, freeze it, chop it up and put it on some ice cream. Oh, see how that goes, baby. Look at that. It's a You smashed right up there. some uh, Maltesers and put them on your ice cream? What? Oh, my God. Right. Get a pack of Maltesers, put it in a plastic bag so it doesn't explode. Smash it up with like a rolling pin. Sprinkle it on your ice cream. It will change your world. It's incredible. Me
2: and Andy are attempting to diet together at the moment, by the way.
1: Food culture coming soon, fam.
2: <laughs> right, let us know your thoughts hey, I've on it. i lost what? like 50 pounds. This yeah, year you've been very good. Not 50, I, but I Me, a not lot. so much. Um, but uh, let us know your food takes. And if you want to talk <laughs> wrestling, I suppose you can do that in the comments <laughs> as well. Like, share, subscribe, subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever we get your podcast from, for daily wrestling podcasts. We're going to be reviewing the show formerly known as NXT a little bit later on today, and looking ahead to AW Dynamite, which I probably should do some research on considering my MJF comment. A little I think bit he's earlier. on
1: it. Did that? Maybe I imagined that.
2: Is he addressing his enemies? <laughs> gangsta Kingston's fine, though, isn't he? Oh, boy, he's fighting... Uh, yeah, he's fighting Ethan uh, Page. He's losing as well, and people yeah. are going to be upset. Yep, understandably. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, at w on Twitter for all your Twitter questions. You can follow Andy Murray at... At
1: Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Happy Ragnarok Day for those who celebrate.
2: Yes. Absolute bald legend. That's why we've blacked out the screen behind us, and not because we can't get it to work this morning. Uh, I'm at Adam Wilborn on Twitter.
1: Sometimes at, your TV just doesn't go on. It's great.
2: Yeah. What was what, the brand? high sense yeah. more like nonsense what, uh, at what like coach, doesn't work <laughs> at what called you WWE for all of us <laughs> well now my thanks Andy thank you for joining us and we will see you soon Hold
3: up.